on our podcast, a daily dose of Torah entitled, big title today, The Secret to Securing a Blessed Year. Who doesn't want to know that? Stick around and you'll get to be in the know. First, the Hasidic teaching anecdote for today, the 23rd of Elul, story related by the uh, about the Altarebbe's son as a young boy his name was Moshe Reb Moshe he was 8 or 11 years old and he was studying a passage in the Talmud that praises the sages and one such sage was the famous author of the Zohar Kabbalah Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and he said to his students study and he used the Hebrew word Midosai my Midos. Now, this word Midos can be understood two ways. One is my teachings, or the word Midos can mean my character traits. Now, what he was saying was this. He wasn't saying, well, learn from me. What he was actually saying was, learn from me because everything that I've learned, I've learned from Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was his teacher. In fact, he was one of the only five remaining students of Rabbi Akiva, as we know the famous story of the 24,000 students who perished and only five remained, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai being one of them. So he said, I have received all of these amazing teachings from Rabbi Akiva, which he wanted to share. That's one understanding of the word midos. The actual word means measures. So it could be measures of wisdom or midos can also mean character traits. So the Talmud um, says both meanings are possible. But he was, so as Reb Moshe was studying this, he was deliberating um, which one of the two interpretations is the more compelling of the two. What was Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai really saying? Was he saying more about study the teachings or study, observe the character traits, which he also learned from Rabbi Akiva. So as he was deliberating this, his, his father, the Al-Tarebbe, entered the room and he said, the Torah that was given to us consists of exemplary character traits, which means everything in the Torah ultimately leads a person to being, being, leads a, person to being a better person, a more refined person, a kinder person, and a good person. So the Al-Tarebbe said these two interpretations about what Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was saying, learn my teachings or learn my character traits, he said, are actually not in contradiction with one another. They're actually interdependent because it's impossible to have exemplary character, character traits without Torah knowledge, and it's impossible to have Torah knowledge without exemplary character traits, which means to say that one leads to the other, that the pathway to become a more refined person and to develop a person's character traits doesn't just come because we are wired that way, organically programmed to be that way. We all need tools to better ourselves. And the tools, the ultimate most powerful tool for a person to improve themselves is via the light, the wisdom, and teachings of the Torah. So these two teachings, therefore, the Alter Rebbe said, are actually um, complementary to one another. That is the... Um, uh, Hasidic anecdote um, for today, which now leads us to the um, um, 
the Torah portion of uh, today, which is the third uh, portion in the Torah portion of um, Nitzavim, and uh, the last verse of um, today's Torah portion. Uh, I should say no, not the last verse. One of the verses. Um, Moses says to the people that um, it will be when a person hears the words of the oath a person might feel complacent saying um, I'll be alright because I'm going to follow my heart's desires in other words um, a person has free choice a person may adopt the attitude that you know I'm going to do what I want to do I'm going to follow my own heart's desires um, and then he continues and says so that the eternal will now add his unintentional sins to his blatant sins now what he actually says in Hebrew is that um, a person will continue to try and hydrate their thirst in an unhealthy manner and what that's the actual literal translation um, of these words and uh, what that means is as follows what really is the source of sin is everyone is seeking pleasure and um, the, the, the pursuit of a pleasure in and of itself is not a negative thing the question is what what kind of pleasure are we seeking but what where we get confused is as follows for the body pleasure means one thing and for the soul it means another the body tries to trick us into thinking that the ultimate pleasure is physical pleasure but we all know that one pleasurable experience always leaves us wetting our appetite for the next one. There's never, it's never fully satisfying. And that's because ultimate satisfaction and pleasure doesn't come through material and physical experiences. But there's like this never-ending appetite for um, the next high, the next thrill, the next pleasure, because there's always a, a, a it's a very quick fix physical pleasure and then it's only as good as it lingers and then we're on to the next pursuit of pleasure so it's sort of like a an never-ending cycle of of pursuit of pleasure that is ultimately never truly and satisfying why is it not ultimately satisfying if all we were were physical beings then maybe it would but we all have souls that are seeking something deeper than just physical pleasure so Moshe is saying that the more we are focused only on bodily and physical material pleasure, the more there's going to be a thirst that will never ultimately be hydrated. But when we dig a little more deeply and understand that what we're really seeking for is the pleasure of purpose, so there we have a fountain of spiritual hydration in the form of the mitzvot, our connection to Torah, to mitzvot, to purpose, and that leaves a person with a deep sense of satisfaction and fulfillment. That's a takeaway from the Torah portion of today. And now, for the big secret, everyone now we is uh, turning their attention towards the new year. Next week, we all know that on the new year, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Days of Judgment, and the script and the fate of all of uh, mankind is written on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. 
We're standing in the heaven before the judge of all judges before the heavenly court. And of course, everyone wants to have a favorable verdict. But we uh, have to be our own advocates. Uh, um, even though there's a lot of uh, great lawyers among the Jewish people, um, when we stand before God and Rosh Hashanah, the only defense team we have is ourselves. No one else can can be advocates um, for us. So what is it? How can we present ourselves? Via, by, by what means can we present ourselves in the most positive light before God? So it's very simple, really. If we, we are looking uh, on Rosh Hashanah for another year of life, for another year of health, for another year of happiness, for another year of um, fulfillment, for a year of no hunger, for a year of no lacking, for a, a year of no want, how do we, um, how do we uh, assure ourselves of that? Very simple, says God. The more you help others in those areas, and the more we are not oblivious to the plight of others, the more God is um, inclined to bless us to have the continued resources to do so. So the more we help others in their lives and don't turn a blind eye to the needs of others, and whether that's organizations or individuals, the more we open ourselves up to help others in the most literal physical sense, material sense through financial support, giving of our time, giving of our energy, giving of our resources to enhance the life of somebody else, the more God will continue to invest in us because we are acting as his agents to be able to be a source of positivity in the lives of others. The more we do so, the more God will allocate resources to us to be able to continue to do so because that is God's ROI. Everyone wants an ROI. How does God get an ROI out of an individual? The more he sees an individual engaged not only in their own personal needs in this world but thinking about how to contribute towards community and to others um, and helping others in a material and physical way, that is the greatest source of blessing for our own physical and material well-being. So the more we share spiritually, the more God gives us with spiritual resources. The more we uh, help others in the physical, material sense, the more God will gift us with physical and material resources. So there you have it. The secret's out. Although it's never meant to be a secret. So that's why, particularly during this time of year, but throughout the days of uh, the year, particularly now, um, the biggest focal point of increase is in tzedakah, in um, helping others in the most literal sense, giving of our own resources, as I said, time, financial, physical, and so on. And that, that becomes our biggest defense, uh, or our biggest advocacy um, before God as we stand in judgment on the new year, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Speaking of being God's agents, that's one of the lessons we learn in today's Rambam, today's Laws of uh, Maimonides, which discusses all the laws related to a, a, a divorce, to a get, <clears throat> which is the mechanism in Jewish law through which a marriage is terminated. So today the Rambam discusses the laws of um, agency or proxy, wherein a, a husband can designate a what's called a shliach, uh, which means an agent, 
or power of attorney to act on their behalf to deliver, um, to write and or deliver the get to his wife. So the idea of agency of shlichut is a very interesting um, sort of duality or dynamic as the Rebbe explains it. On the one hand, an, an, a, uh, an agent is a, is a separate individual and that's why they're acting as agents for um, the, uh, the other person because the other person is not in a position to either do what needs to be done or not able, so you need someone else. So on the one hand, um, in order to be an agent by definition means you are other than the person who is commissioning you. But on the other hand, the, the power of attorney, the power of agency is such is that the agent carries the, 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 the power of representation of the person who has commissioned them. So what that means is the agent has two sort of dual elements. On the one hand, he's an independent individual. On the other hand, in the, in the context of the agency and the mission, one is a complete representative of the one who has commissioned them and therefore is legally able to execute um, whatever needs to be accomplished here via their, um, their agency. So in the broader sense, so this is a, a principle in Jewish law, the whole power of, of, uh, of agency, but in, in a broader sense, this, this also describes who we are generally as human beings. On the one hand, we're all individuals and we all have our own individual um, personalities and character traits and life circumstances and so on and so forth. On the other hand, we are all sent into this world on a mission. We're all agents of God. And the, the, the power of agency is that you are empowered by the sender to be able to execute the agency. So God wants each and every person to be an individual um, and to, to fully realize their potential as an individual on the one hand. Um, on, the, uh, on the other hand, by the same token, God empowers every person to be an agent, uh, an agent that represents God, um, which is to be able to um, um, uh, impact um, ourselves in terms of our own personal spiritual growth, elevate ourselves to live a life that is permeated with a sense of mission, purpose, and agency. And by doing that, at the same time, we also elevate um, the world around us. And that is really the mission of each and every one of us. That is really what we celebrate, in fact, on Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is not the birthday of the universe. Rosh Hashanah is the birthday of mankind. Why? Because mankind introduced divine consciousness to the world. The first thing that Adam did was he gathered all of God's creations together and said, let us all prostrate ourselves and recognize the existence of the Creator who put us in this world. And that is man's marching orders ever since. Personal recognition of God and by the same token, um, elevating all of those around us into that same recognition and that same sense of oneness that creation and creator share together. With that, I bid you to make it a great day. Please feel free to share today's 10 minutes of Torah, daily dose of Torah with all your friends, and we'll see you, God willing, same time, same place. Manana.